hello. Jackson, my guy, what's up? Hayden the Green, how you doing? Man, it has been two weeks. Has it been two weeks? Well, Isn't that crazy? Man, you know what I forgot about in those two weeks? What'd you forget about? I forgot about Vanderbilt. <laughs> you know, I was home in Nashville over two weeks span during Christmas. Yeah. Um, my mother, she lives relatively close to Vanderbilt. She lives in the Green Hills area uh-huh. in Nashville. And, um, you know, I was so upset to be next to such a bad college football school. While it is a very good, prestigious university, very good education, probably by far the best SEC school as far as academics go. But it doesn't matter because they suck at football. <laughs> That's right. I saw so many Commodores, you know, hoodies and whatnot. And you know what I wore? I wore orange. That's right, baby. Because they had to know their place. That's right. This is the state of Tennessee. This isn't the state of Vanderbilt. <laughs> well, you know what? I was in Gatlinburg, so I didn't run into many Vanderbilt fans, but I did run into a lot of Tennessee fans. And I also Heck ran yeah. into a lot of Bama fans, which was kind of weird. You know, that is weird. You know what else is weird? What? Tennessee being a generous state. They allow, you know, you got specialty plates, whatever <laughs> emblems you want on it and whatnot. Tennessee, because, you know, we're, we're, we're the better state. No offense. Tennessee. They offer residents to choose Alabama Crimson Tide license plate. Well, Alabama, the state of Alabama does not return the favor. I cannot get a Tennessee Vols emblem license plate in Alabama. Really? Yes, that's actually true. It may have changed since I last looked. It hasn't been too long because i got to switch my plates here the next year. But wow. You learn uh, something new every day. There, there's a fun fact for the day. Um, you're, it's, there's a surprising there's a surprising amount of Bama fans in the Nashville area. That's um, weird. Probably because people from Bama want to move up to Tennessee because it's just a better state, you know? That's true. It is kind of surprising. A lot of people who I talk to, like, they don't go for Tennessee, but when you ask them where they want to live one day, they say Tennessee. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Hey, but what what do you say we get into uh, some sports, you know? Yep, some sports. Minus Vanderbilt. Yeah, minus, minus the Vandy Hayden. <laughs> but, man, it's been crazy. Like I said, two weeks, it's been too long. And we missed you guys, but we are back at it. Um, so, Jackson, what do you say we get started with going over some bowl games? Let's do it. Um, there were some very good bowl games. Obviously, I did not get to watch them all. Um, That'd be impressive if you did. It would be. Wasn't able to get to watch all of them. Uh, obviously, there was a certain bull game to where I was very upset about. I'm sure you were too. We'll get into that later, though. But let's get let's dive right into it. Well, obviously, there is bowl games starting December 17th. Mm-hmm. But I say we skip all the way down to. December 28th. You're telling me the other bowl games don't matter? That's exactly what I'm telling you. 
Okay. You're not wrong. So, the Birmingham Bowl, man. So, Houston and Auburn. Mm-hmm. So, Auburn lost to Houston 17-13. to So, you know, that seems like a very boring game. I actually – I watched some of it. But Auburn, they just really can't function, <clears throat> don't look, it looks like, without Bo Nix. I mean, T.J. Finley – He's a good quarterback, don't get me wrong, but he was the backup for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, opt out like most teams do in bowl games. But, you know, I really thought Auburn um, would at least put up more points than 13. So, yeah. what did you think of that one? I mean, the fact that, you know, obviously Bo Nix wasn't playing. He transferred to Oregon. Um and it, it, I thought they'd perform better without Bo Nix almost. Yeah. Because there was many times, especially when you're not home per se. Yes, I get it. Birmingham's close to Auburn, but you still don't technically have full home field advantage. Bo Nix can't necessarily perform away. So I thought, well, maybe this might turn out better for Auburn. The fact right. that he's just not there. Well, obviously I was wrong. Uh, Auburn quite clearly lost. And uh, I didn't. That's not one I got to watch very much of. I caught a glimpse of it here and there on the TV. Uh, overall, I was kind of surprised. At the same time, it's like mm-hmm. it's not out of the blue to expect that, especially right. seeing how Auburn turned out towards the end of the season. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Bonex going to Oregon, what do you think of that move? My first thought was why. Yeah, I don't get it either. Towards Oregon, why do you want Bo Nix? So, I mean, I'm not a Bo Nix fan, per se. I'm not going to lie. I just don't get it. Like, and apparently a lot of Oregon wide receivers were very unhappy with the offense this past year because it was a very run-friendly offense. And, I mean, obviously you have to run the ball, but they were throwing the ball, like, very minimally. Um I follow a guy named Micah Pittman on YouTube, and he was talking about that in the recent he transferred. Um, but obviously they have a new head coach, and obviously he recruited Bo to come there, so I guess they're going to be switching some things up. Or their wide receivers as unhappy as Antonio Brown. Oh, my gosh. He was Just, real unhappy. I don't get it. Like, that's, a, you know, that's a whole other topic, obviously. But I just don't get it. It's very recent, though. Apparently, the coaches asked him to go in, and he said he was too injured to play. And they told him to get in, and he said no. And then they said, get, get off of the field or something. So, I mean, this is a grown man we're talking about. And he took off all of his pads. Just take just, up all your clothes. And then he was like, like a fan who escaped on the field. Well, he's not a buck anymore, that's for sure. I don't, I don't think he'll play for else either. Unless well, you know, if Urban Meyer, a ton of bonuses. If Urban Meyer was still a coach, I think he probably would have let him play. For yeah, just because I feel like that's something Urban Meyer would do. Patients are also very thin. 
Um, all right, let's move on. So sticking in the SEC, Texas Tech slaughtered Mississippi State 34-7. Mm-hmm. Not much to say about that game, but I thought we could touch on it just because it's SEC. Um, and I know we skipped the Missouri Bowl, but that was before December 28th. They lost to Army, though, I believe. Yeah, they lost to Army 24-22. But all right, so I'm trying to find relevant teams here. All right, Clemson and Iowa State. Clemson beat Iowa State. I... Not surprised Clemson got the dub. I mean, it was a nine and three team versus seven and five team, but Clemson still good. Or I guess I guess we can say they don't look like past Clemson's. You know, um, DJ Ugalaga, He um he just never got his groove all year, and they're without both their offensive coordinator and defense coordinators. But, I mean, still, they just never cut their groove all year. What do you think about them? I don't think much about them. I don't think they exactly matter anymore, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, Which is weird to think. I'm okay with it, though. I mean, just think, three years ago, they, or maybe four years ago, they beat Alabama in the national championship 44-16. to Well... They also don't have Trevor Lawrence anymore. Yeah. I think it's been quite clear that that program was a little bit too centered around Trevor Lawrence, amongst some other things as well. Well, I mean, you know they were good when they had Deshaun Watson. Mm Mm-hmm. They were. They were. What's his face? The dude before Deshaun. Oh, yeah. What's his face? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That's going to bother me. The dude before Deshaun Watson. Anyways. um, All right. North Carolina and South Carolina. So, I was honestly surprised this wasn't as as close as I thought it would be. Um, South Carolina won 38-21. to Did you get to catch any of that game? No. But it was good to see South Carolina come out of that with the win. I think they deserve it by far. Um, their head coach, I believe, Beamer, very great guy. I think he deserved that win. All their players deserved the win. Their fans deserved the win. They've needed a comeback like that for a while, especially in a bowl game. Yeah, against North Carolina. That's a rivalry right there. Yeah, it's always good to see a SEC team pull it off. That's not Florida, Georgia, or Bama. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oklahoma beat Oregon forty-seven to thirty-two. I don't feel like I feel like Oklahoma was winning by way more than that at one point, but still, Oklahoma it wasn't really a challenge for for Oklahoma against Oregon. Good thing they weren't playing Baylor. This is true. Speaking of which, do want to tap onto that game real quick? Yeah, where is what day was that? Uh, that was, oh, that was, yeah, you skipped down to New Year's Day. That was New Year's Day. So, yeah, they beat Ole Miss 21 to 7. Now, leading into another topic on that, Matt Corral got hurt relatively early on in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, Sprained ankle, I believe. 
Hate to see that. He's a real good quarterback. Um, I will say I don't have any empathy for Lane Kiffin, though. Uh, <laughs> um, but what do you Baylor's, think? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, I was going to say Baylor's good. They yeah. Were very, they were very, very good this year. In fact, probably maybe a little bit underrated. Well, I don't know. They were ranked accordingly, I'd say. But they were a very strong football team. I think they would have they would have outperformed Cincinnati in the CFP. That's just my opinion. I think, you know, there's several schools that would have been a better suit for the CFP than Cincinnati would have been. Baylor was one of them, I do believe. What yeah, do you think of that game, but I know we have to. <laughs> what do you think of um players skipping bowl games um when they declare for the draft? I mean, I can understand it in terms of risk of injury, but at the same time you gotta represent your team and who got you where you are now. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. There's every single game you played in beforehand, you've had just as much risk. And just quite literally take one for the team and play in the dang bull game. That's what I think. Just think, what if Matt Corral's injury was like worse than ankle sprain? Like, what if he broke his foot or like even worse, like towards ACL? I mean, it'd obviously be a bigger problem for him long term. Um, harder for him to get up and running with his uh, very well potential NFL career. Um, uh-huh. And that's why I said I can understand why when it comes to those injuries, the potential of injuries. Um, because you yeah. hate for knowing you have a chance to opt out and get injured in the bowl game. Yeah, that, you know, that simply sucks. Yeah. I mean, Kind of kicking yourself in the head about that, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, I can understand why. I just, if it were me out there, if I were even football material, I would probably play in the bowl game. That's Jackson, me. you're definitely football material. Five nine, <laughs> I don't know about that. You're a muscle. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, why not? Why have a six pack when he can have the whole keg? That's right. That's right. All right. What is there a specific game that you want to talk about other than the obvious? Oh, uh, let's talk. Let's tap into Ohio State. Okay. So Ohio State won forty-eight to forty-five in a shootout, which was the exact same score, by the way, as the Tennessee game. Yes, it was. It was. So. C.J. Stroud is just a baller, man. Very, very, very good quarterback. He played phenomenally. Uh, and uh, the receiver, Smith and Jogba, um, he had 347 yards, 15 catches, and three touchdowns. How ridiculous that is. He... He literally had like sixty-seven fantasy points. I mean, 
I sure as heck could have used him on my fantasy team. He also had um, – he set the bowl record for most receiving yards in a bowl game ever. With that many, yeah, you'd think. I mean, 200 yards is, is ridiculous, let alone 347. Like, come on now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but C.J. – I think C.J. Stroud will be – him and Bryce Young will be the top picks in next year's draft. Probably not Hutchinson. Dude, that video, man, was pretty funny, wasn't it? That was great. If y'all follow us on Instagram, I'm sure you saw. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest fan of <laughs> Hutchinson. I think Tell the people why. Of, yeah. I just think he's a tool, simply. I think he's a tool. Well, it's, mean, because, just, it's because of what he was saying at the Heisman ceremony, right? Yeah, I mean, I get it. You, you can play around, joke around with other um, contenders. It's just – Whatever what he was saying, you know, obviously Ohio State beat Michigan earlier on, and I don't know, Hutchinson was just poking that CJ Stroud, and you could just read the room. None of the other contenders were in on it. They're like, What the heck, man? Like this isn't time or place for you to be poking at him that much. He was just very cocky, overly confident, and I think he got what he deserved in that game. Well, I know we'll talk more about it later, but um, I mean, he just kind of showed his true colors, I thought, and I don't like that kind of attitude. I don't like that kind of mindset. It's great to be confident, but you also have to be humble. You got to realize where you came from, how you started, and there's always going to be someone out there better than you. Always, man. So, And he's – I mean, there's something better than him this year. And he's, he's just yes. feeling it, man, like – like Aiden, he posted on social media. If you guys who didn't see it, like nobody's gonna stop me or something like that. And then he only finished the game with like four tackles and no sacks. And there's a video of him getting pancaked. <laughs> I like that. He got pancakes. Yeah, it's pretty funny. That's a good. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm interested to see if that affects his draft stock because most drafts. Had him going number one overall, so I doubt it. Uh, he'll go top uh, five for sure. Top five, yeah. Just because the good. NFL. Lo- yeah. All right, shall we go into the obvious and then get into the CFP overall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'll let you start. Yes, obviously. Uh, Tennessee played Purdue in the Music City Bowl. Very well-fought game. Very good game. A lot of people even said probably the best bowl game they had seen. Anyway, uh, y'all obviously probably already know this. Tennessee lost to Purdue 45-48. You know, Tennessee, it's really, personally, I think it was more of a 50-50 at that point. Uh, Tyler Blank, Brandon, one of our co-workers, made a very, very solid point. Obviously, Tennessee um, was somewhat robbed in a sense. Um, a lot of people, like even Alabama fans, even Tennessee haters, said that Tennessee got robbed of a touchdown because um, I forget the guy's name, but he was still moving forward as they call as the ref called the play to the end. Yes, and. Um, Arguably, 
very arguably he made the touchdown. Thing is, at that certain point, you know, it's that could have gone either way. It was up to the ref. The ref, ref made the decision. Obviously, um, obviously, I'm pars- partial to it being a touchdown because I'm a Tennessee fan. But I mean, the I mean, thing is, like, there's plenty of times throughout a game where the ref drive forward for longer than that. Okay. Oh, 100 percent. This is fourth and goal at the one. The game is on the line. The guy is moving forward the entire time. What gives you the right to say forward progress has stopped early? I mean his knee wasn't down. And I, I still don't I still don't understand how forward progress was stopped, but the whistle blew after he was in the end zone. It, it was stupid. It really was. Like but, it made no sense to me. But you're right. Like in uh, the Tennessee community in Bleacher Report, there are plenty of other teams' fans coming in there saying, "Hey, y'all got robbed. Respect stuff like that." Mm-hmm. But I mean, and I even saw too. Some people were saying. Like, Paul Feinbaum posted, I'm counting this as a win for Tennessee. You know, a couple people are commenting, well, well, the refs get Kentucky. And, I mean, we already discussed that's not true because they still ended up getting the first down after the face mask. Yes. So, and there's just plenty of games where Tennessee just gets screwed over, man. Like, I still think we stripped the ball again from Matt Corral when we played Ole Miss and ran it for a touchdown, but they called the ball dead. And there's just plenty of – Tennessee just gets screwed over. Yeah, 100%. I'm excited for next year still. Like, Hendon Hooker, sufficient quarterbacks in the league this year, and it was just one year under Josh Heupel. I mean, we had 666 total yards. That's ridiculous. If we can keep it up, then I think we may not win our division, but I think we'd be uh, – it's very possible to come out as 9-3 and three next year for Tennessee. If I progress think be, is made, then we keep it up. If we don't beat Florida, we beat Florida. That's what I'm going to say about that. And Pitt, I was counting it as a win, but ever since they got Keaton Slovis from USC – it's a little bit more iffy, but I still think we're going to beat them. Um, yeah. And I think we can beat LSU. So, really just Bama and Georgia. And then maybe another loss in there somewhere. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to get on to the CFP stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. So, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, obviously – Alabama played Cincinnati. Georgia played Michigan. I want to start off by saying Georgia played Michigan very well. Michigan did not stand a single chance. No. They got ran all over. Georgia showed up to play. I don't know if Michigan was too cocky or what, but Harbaugh was not happy at all throughout any of that. You would see him on the sidelines going crazy. Uh, Hutchinson got humbled. Hopefully, I don't think he's able to be humbled. He's way too cocky. But 
it was just great to see that. Um, one of uh, my childhood friends, Warren Erickson, is uh, on Georgia's O line number fifty. Warren Erickson, he's on. Uh, he's a guard on the O line. He performed very well. I was very happy to see that. Um, very good win for Georgia. I think it was very clear. There's no question at all who that they should be in the national championship game. Yeah, I was honestly kind of surprised that Michigan didn't put up more of a fight. I was too. I mean, Michigan's good, but apparently they just couldn't get past Georgia. But there's also a part of me that thinks the Michigan-Ohio State game was still a fluke. Just because, like, it's a rivalry, it's in the snow, it's at Michigan. Like, it, I still think Ohio State – to a point, was a better team. 100%. But, you know, anything – I mean, just, just look at what happened in the Iron Bowl. Like, rivalries are crazy, man. Like, uh-huh. you can't measure teams for in rivalries. But – I'd say a very new rivalry is what we'll be talking about here soon. Georgia-Alabama. I'd say it's a very new yeah, rivalry I mean, now. A new Alabama-Clemson. Yeah. Definitely. So, what's your – I guess we can go in and do this. What's your prediction for uh, next Monday? Well, in reality, there's not much talk about with Alabama and Cincinnati. We all know how that would turn out. But, like you said, my prediction, to be honest, I think Georgia's going to win it. I really do. do. I'm sure – They've had time to learn from their mistakes in the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, they completely demolished a very, very good Power 5 football team. Um, like you said, may have been a fluke with Ohio State and Michigan. I don't know. But um, it's just I, – I don't think Stetson is as good as Bryce Young by any stretch, but – I think Georgia's going to win it. Well, I mean, I I think Bama is the right choice. But I do see your point that it's hard to beat a team twice, no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could just be kind of like a flip of what happened in 2017 where Georgia beat Bama in the SC Championship and then Bama comes back and beats Georgia. Yeah. So, I mean, that could very well happen. Um, I mean, we'll see, though. What's your what's your score prediction? Um, I'm thinking... Twenty-eight to fourteen. Twenty-eight to seventeen. Really? Uh huh. I'm gonna say Bam was gonna win thirty-one twenty-eight. I think it's going to be closer than the SC Championship. Well, I do know one of my Christmas presents uh, from one of our very, very loyal listeners, Daryl Thompson. He gave me a UGA, UGA quarter zip. I will be wearing it yeah. along with the hat, uh-huh. um, courtesy of him and uh, Mrs. Thompson. Um, I will be wearing that during the National Championship game. 
But I have a lot of faith in Georgia. I really do. I have a lot of faith in them. Mm. Especially after watching Michigan. I said watching. 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 After watching Michigan play against them, it's like, well, heck. I mean, there's no reason for them to not to not to beat Bama. I mean, they've already lost them once. You can learn from your mistakes. Like you said, it's hard to beat a team twice, no matter who you are. Yeah. Even if you are Bama. I think there's going to be a lot of hurt feelings in this great state of Alabama that day. I do think mm. so. Bold prediction. But that is Bold. it. That is my prediction. All right. Like I said, I think Georgia – I mean, Bama's going to win 31-28. So, um, as we're getting close to wrapping up here, I want to also touch on basketball real quick and <clears throat> in the top 25. And coming in at 17 and 18 is Kentucky and Tennessee, which I don't know if I told you, but I'm really excited about because I'm going to that game January 15th with my mom and stepmom in Lexington. So I'm very excited about that. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that'd be good. You got anything um to add on with basketball? I know you don't watch much. I mean you just want to make fun of Vandy real quick. Yeah. Um <laughs> does do do Vanderbilt fans know what a basketball is? I was <laughs> Uh, because, I mean, I can't really make fun of Vanderbilt fans, in honesty, if they don't know what a basketball is. They don't even know what a football is right now. So, uh, I mean, heck, I got to say, they're, they're, they're doing well in academics. I'm sure every person who applied there had better ACT score than I did. Um, but at the end of the day, does that, matter? does that matter if you don't know what a football is? No. It doesn't. I'll have to take my under 30 anytime if, it's, as long as I know what funny, football is. It's funny how happy you sound when you start making fun of Vandy. Oh, here's the thing. You, <laughs> you get me on Vandy, I get kind of – I get fired up, you know. Vandy technically when – when you, when you consider history, Vander, Vanderbilt is technically our biggest rival. But as far as skill goes, eh, they're too busy playing footsie or whatever out in the football field. I don't know. But they're like, you know, they're just not it. But they are, according to history, they should be our most despised team per being a Tennessee fan. Yeah, I mean, if they were good, then they would be more realized. But They're not realized at all, though, because they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, um, what was your what was your best Christmas present you got before we wrap up? I got some good ones. My uh, my family, I've got. I mean, I got a lot of adult stuff. Like I got a new set of plates, um, this and that. Nice CT quarter zip. I would say probably, in all honesty, probably my favorite. Uh, I got two actually. Um, Taylor's grandmother have given, gave me a set of uh, UT cufflinks like that a lot. Uh, Taylor's dad gave me a bottle of Blade & Bow, very good bourbon. Um, 
and I like a glass of bourbon here and there, 100%. Um, so I would say that's probably my favorite because um, I like good quality bourbon. Um, yeah. You know, that's that was probably my favorite because um, I'm not going to – I can't honestly say that, yeah, I needed plates, but I can't honestly tell you that a set of plates are my favorite thing I got for Christmas. <laughs> I get that. Now, I, I love my family for getting that for me, of course. I'm not trying to sound ungrateful because I did need that, and that's great. I'm glad I, I got those. You sound but, you sound very ungrateful. Uh, well, I need those plates. That's for <laughs> sure. um, but, I mean, I, I, got, I got a lot for Christmas, actually. Um, uh, combined, Taylor's family got for me, and what I got for my family. I got a lot. Um, but... Um, a lot of stuff to be thankful for. A lot of stuff to be grateful for. Yeah, bro. Um, but on you, what was the favorite thing you got? So I got a couple of nice hoodies. Um, I got a really cool Alvin Kamara one. Um, you know, okay. he's my favorite NFL player. Yeah. Um, and then I got a nice Tennessee one and a couple hats, and a and a new backpack. So I guess I don't. I don't know if I really had a favorite favorite. But, I mean, I guess if I had to pick one thing, I'd probably say that Alvin Kamara hoodie. It's really cool. Oh, there is a gift I got to talk about because this pertains to something we've talked about earlier in one of our podcasts. Uh-huh. For our frequent listeners, y'all would know that I've touched base on the very low quality of the toilet paper at Kate and I's workplace. Uh-huh. There's an issue with that. Well, the uh, Mr. Thompson, he had got me a lunchbox with my name on it, had a football and all, on it and everything. Oh, yeah. Inside of the lunchbox is a very, very nice roll of Charmin toilet paper that I will be bringing to the office to supplement um, the poor quality of uh, Harbert Plies's uh, current choice of toilet paper. I think the best part of that gift is just imagining you walking into the bathroom with a lunchbox. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a lot of questions around that, but you know what? I would say let them think because I think that's the funny part. I, you know, I don't know. I think, I don't know, but maybe people will think I'm just lonely and I'll be eating lunch by myself in, in the bathroom. But see, the thing is, is once people start to know, that there's only toilet paper in there, then you can start sneaking food in there. So, like, they'll never question it. Then it'd be, uh, they're never going to know what's in the lunchbox because they'll be asking me, why the heck are you putting toilet paper in a lunchbox and bringing it to the bathroom? <laughs> it must well, be to make sure big. y'all know I'm not bringing some good quality stuff into the bathroom. Right. You know? Yeah. And they will never know except for. Well, I mean, no, no, no one at work really listens to us, I don't think. <laughs> Tyler does, I think. I don't know, Hanley does. I don't care if they know. <laughs> I just, you know, um, good old Pat is never going to know. Uh, Pat. What if she secretly listens? I, I think Liz is secretly listening. I've always, I, I bet you, I bet you Liz is. I'm sure she has to. <laughs> For compliance reasons. For compliance reasons. <laughs> I hope I don't 
as long as I don't get in trouble for saying that I'm bringing toilet paper into quote unquote supplement, you know, supp- supplemental toilet paper. That's what I'm going to call it. Supplemental That's, toilet paper. Oh, toilet paper. That's good. That's a good plan. I need to get me some. We could put, we can install rollers, little toilet paper rolls under our desk and like bring the correct amount, but we could bring in too little. We got to mm-hmm. go over to the single ply Georgia Pacific, which is not very good. Right. I think that would be a cool thing. Like if, if you could shrink something and put it in your pocket, travel size and then unshrink it when you need it. I think toilet paper would be high on that list. Yeah, I'd say so. You just take it with you wherever you go and like anywhere you need a bathroom and you got it right there. That is true. Comfort it'll make in your pocket. Um it'll make my business at the office restroom a lot more comfortable, a lot more like at home. I only right. ever buy Charmin. That's the only way to go. I've not let my roommates buy toilet paper since last year because Dalton likes to go with Scott. Who the heck <laughs> buys Scott? I could Dude. shave my face with with Scott toilet paper. Like it is not good. So yeah, I've like, since mm. bought Charmin. Charmin Ultra Soft. I like to go between Ultra Soft and Ultra Strong. You gotta have a balance of both. There's like Charmin Ultra Extra Soft, like a step above <laughs> Ultra Soft. And I tell you, it's nice. <laughs> My mom sent sent back some toilet paper with me. It's not terrible toilet paper. It's cool to Northern, but it's not Charmin at the same time. Dude, Charmin. I think we deserve like a a, a sponsorship deal with Charmin at this point. When I talk about poop enough where you think we should. Yeah. I think we, we've talked about it at least half of our episodes. Episode Man, right. I got I gotta quit talking about this. You believe this is, about it too much. This is episode thirteen. So that means we've been at it fifteen weeks. Wow. That's a lot of dandy hate and a lot of toilet paper. That is a lot of talk about yeah, and you've gone farther than that too than toilet paper. You talked about your um, what's it called? Irritable bowel syndrome. IBS. That's it. I should have just told people that I have IBS, and it's like, what is that? <laughs> oh, it's just an airport code. <laughs> you got BNA, BHM, ATL, IBS. Ah, it's just an airport code. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, it does kind of sound like one. Yeah. Irritable bowel syndrome international airport. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, dude. You got anything else that related no, to you should, you should, you should probably st- you, should, you should probably stop me now. <laughs> All right. Well, um, if you don't have anything else, it was a pleasure doing episode 13 with you. And we appreciate all you listeners out there. And y'all hit us up for anything you want us to talk about. Or if you want to be on uh, the next or coming episodes, we'd love to have you guys. Um, So anything else you want to add, Jackson? That's it. All right, guys. We hope you have a great week. And uh, let us know what you think about the game on Monday. 
Y'all have a good one. All right. Bye.